With us today is Victoria Coates. Uh, she was Deputy National Security Advisor uh, in the United States, and uh, now she's with the Heritage Foundation. Uh, Victoria Coates, uh, tell us there's so many things happening in the world. It's Sunday morning. Americans are sitting back having their, their, their cup of coffee. Uh, give us an update what's going on. Maybe we could start with either the Iran deal or some of the African situations going on. Well, why don't we start with Iran? Because I, I testified on Iran this week in, in Congress. And what was interesting about that is that the Congress, for the first time in the last two and a half years, actually had an Iran uh an Iran hearing. And so we haven't had any opportunity to get expert opinion or uh, or even hear uh, you know, from the members themselves about, about what concerns them on this important topic. And it was it was prompted by the fact that the Biden administration has come to a deal with Tehran that they would swap five uh, Americans who have been held hostage in Iran for five Iranians who are justly detained for, for actual crimes in the United States. But on top of that, they would sweeten the deal by unfreezing $6 billion in Iranian assets. Uh, so be essentially paying a ransom for our folks. And, and that would be distributed through Qatar for humanitarian reasons. But as you know, as well as anyone, John, there's nothing more fungible than cash. So if you give a dictatorial regime $6 billion, even if they have to spend it on food and medicine that they would be buying anyway, that frees up an additional $6 billion. And what, the really what rubbed people the wrong way, Victoria, what rubbed people the mm -hmm. wrong way, it was given to them on September 11th, and Iran responded and said, we're going to do with the money whatever we want to do with it, uh, uh, regardless. In other words, there was no restrictions on what they're going to do with the money. A hundred percent. And to give the world's leading state sponsor of terrorism $6 billion on the 22nd anniversary of the attacks of, of September 11th is just unconscionable and shows how the administration just doesn't see a connection between Iran and funding and terror, but the American people do. And it, it just rubbed everybody the wrong way. And if they get to $6 billion, it's just going to go to terrorism. It's like I've, I was saying the other day, uh, uh, Victoria, that because of the increased uh, oil prices, uh, uh, Russia is uh, making a billion dollars a day, which they're using to fight the war in Ukraine and the, and the war in, in Africa. Uh, talking about Africa, what's going on in Africa? Well, it's, it's a mixed bag, uh, as usual. We've had some pre pretty severe natural disasters. We had the earthquake in Morocco uh, with thousands dead and then catastrophic flooding in, in Libya, which is turning into a worse problem because the governance of, of Libya is so divided and internally conflicted. There really aren't the strong national institutions you need to respond to a disaster like that. So... My concern is the reports out of Libya will just get worse and worse. If there is a potential upside here, it might be that it, it, it really focuses the world's attention on the fact that while we have been trying to recognize the UN-created uh, government in Tripoli you know, for, for this decade, it has not taken hold. It is not able to provide services for its people. And if we want to get Libya into a better place, 
we're going to have to attend to that. Now, the other point that uh, folks might find interesting is, you know, we have all been tracking these kind of cascading coups through Central and Western Africa, uh, including the coup in Niger. What's interesting to me is I believe yesterday or today the United States military resumed its counterterrorism activities out of our drone base in there, uh, which is good news for Americans. This is a really important capability. Everyone was very concerned that we were going to lose that base. Uh, it looks like for the moment we still have it. We still have that capability and hopefully might mean that Niger is on a better path than than some of its than some of its compatriots in the region. So that's an unusual piece of good news for me. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Understood. Um, tell us, where else do we go? I mean, where, where, what else would you like to discuss? What do you think the American people should be most concerned about? Well, I think, you know, as we look at a situation, as you just described, uh, for Russia making a billion dollars a day, a lot of that money is flowing to them from customers like India because they've set up this kind of arrangement where India imports oil from uh, from Russia, refines it in Indian refineries, then sells it to the EU, which they could do under current EU statute as Indian product. So in a way, you have Europe paying Putin to wage war in Europe. And same thing with the Iranians, who are exporting more than a million barrels a day to China at a discounted rate. Uh, rate, which China obviously is paying them for, and the Iranians are using that money the way they're going to use this other $6 billion to, uh, you know, to foment violence and terrorism throughout the Middle East and beyond. And the whole reason this is happening is the Biden administration is turning a blind eye to both practices. In fact, they actually told the Indians directly, we are fine with you accepting these Russian shipments because we need the barrels on the market. Same thing with Iran. They have touted the fact that additional Iranian product will be on the international market, bringing down, hopefully, from their perspective, domestic energy prices. That's, that's acceptable to them. And I think what should be unacceptable to the American people is that at the same time they're, they're allowing you know, Moscow and Tehran to export and profit from this, they are saying that American producers don't get that. Luxury, And so they're canceling the leases in Alaska, for example, which sends such a chilling message to the U.S. domestic energy sector that you can have a lawful permit oil, or lease. Oil went this week. Oil went to the Brent was as high as ninety two, ninety three dollars. And Bank America is predicting one hundred dollars. And it's only going to cost the American people, the middle class and the poor. It's going to cost them the money. It's a, that's what's fueling inflation. And. The administration claims to be just amazed that inflation continues as virulently as it does, but it is almost entirely gas prices that is driving it at this point. And that is it's, a tax yes, on it's, every it's single American. It's oil prices and it's increasing food prices at the same time. And, and the, the war in the Ukraine is a derivative 
of giving uh, uh, Russia all that extra gas money and uh, et cetera, et cetera. It is. And if you want to come back to our Iranian friends for a moment, the other thing that's happening is the Iranians are exporting uh, very large numbers of attack drones that they manufacture to Russia that Russia is using in the Ukraine war. Again, the administration is doing nothing to interdict these shipments because that the Iranians have made clear is the price of their continuing to negotiate some kind of nuclear deal. And so while at the same time the president is coming to the Congress for, to ask for another $24 billion for the war in Ukraine, they are also basically tacitly accepting the fact that the Iranians are going to be spending drones to blow that $24 billion up. And, you know, I would like the Ukrainians to win as much as anyone. I defer to no one in my dislike for Vladimir Putin. But the American president can't expect the American people to send money, you know, into a, a cause that he is materially undermining by his policies. I agree 100%. Victoria Coates, uh, former national deputy, deputy national security advisor, thank you so much for advising the American people this Sunday morning, and we'll catch up with you again real soon. I look forward to it. Thank you, John. Thank you.